<laughs> We're back, everybody. Good morning, Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Monday morning. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. How's everybody doing this morning? I pray that you're online with us. You're watching us. You you, you came on because um, we gave you a message that we were coming back on. Uh, I know it's been a while. And we got a little... <laughs> Got a new little setting here, not kind of new. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're testing we, it. We're, we're checking things out. Yeah. We're checking things out. So um, let's see who's online with us. Hey, Amen. We are. We are. We, you know, we hadn't been here in a while, so people probably say, "Hey, where's that ding that just came up?" <laughs> that ding. Yeah, that ding. Uh oh, I lost the music. The sound went out. Somebody said the sound went out. Let me see. Don't be surprised if we are a little bit glitchy there, today. There we go. You should be back. Should be back. <laughs> <laughs> the sound went out and now we're back. We're not in practice, are we? We're not in practice. <laughs> not in practice. But the word is still good. The word is still good. The word is still good. All right. Uh, happy Memorial Day to everyone. We want to remember all of our uh, fallen soldiers, those that have give, given their lives for all of us, uh, we're, we're so grateful and we thank you for your sacrifice. The Bible says no greater love than this than a man would have to give his life for those who he loves. So we uh, thank you so much and we say happy Memorial Day to all of those that have served in our armed forces in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, the Coast Guard, um, all of those that have just served for us. So we thank you. Amen. Well, uh, as we're getting back into practice and what we what we were doing a while back, I guess before the at the end of the year, we kind of we kind of took a break, took a hiatus. So we're back, and um, I want to jump into some things that has to do with priorities. And the reason why I think, well, I don't think I, I know the Lord had put it on my heart to talk about priorities. So I think it's important that we kind of do a refresher. On the, on on uh, those who are watching, those who are listening, because I think a lot of times what we do is we go through life and we forget about certain things. Mm. We uh, we let certain things slip, and so let's jump back into some things that uh, I know that you have notes on, I have notes on, but let's just see what the Holy Spirit has to say about uh, priorities. Uh, you say you were looking for some things. Uh, I never found it. You never found it. <laughs> <laughs> you never found it. Yeah. Well, I know here we look over in Genesis chapter two. That let that be our foundation scripture. Okay. Genesis chapter two, verse twenty-four, and it talks about. It says, "Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh." So we're we're, we're watching now a progression. A man grows up in his household. He's under the authority of his parents. Um, he finds somebody. They get married. Now the priority shifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, the, the, I guess what you would see as a priority before, like make sure you're, you're, you're taking care of your parents and you're listening to your parents and you're honoring your parents. Now all of a sudden shifts to your spouse. Mm 
mm-hmm. and the two of you work on oneness. Yeah. Now, the the key is we have to make sure that our priorities are in proper alignment. So it starts off with God first. Mm-hmm. It always starts off with God. If you look at the Ten Commandments, the first five talks about how we should put God first. Then it shifts over to the fifth commandment where it says, now honor your father and mother, mm-hmm. which is the is, which is the structure that he put in place that we have to submit to. Right. You know, now it goes on to say, and they were both naked and the, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. So mm-hmm. they were both open. They were both honest with each other. You know, uh, they were naked before God. Mm-hmm. They were trustworthy before God. And therefore, they became trustworthy towards one another. Right. Now, the, the next scripture we look at is Matthew 19 and 5. And it says, for this cause, underline that in your Bible, for this cause, shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So they, so that they are no more two, but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. Mm -hmm. So now man cannot rearrange the priority structure Mm -hmm. that God set up. up. Uh, So let's look then at the four basic laws of a godly marriage. And you want to go over that uh, where it says there are four basic laws that govern godly marriage. Um, So there's the law of priority, uh, the law of pursuit. The law of, process, of possession and the law of purity, and uh, the law of priority means that you know true love begins with priorities, and it means that you know the spouse is the most important commitment mm-hmm. in in a marriage situation. Obviously, um, God is going to trump that. Mm-hmm. God is going to be your first and foremost priority. But then, when it comes to you know your earthly priorities. It means that your spouse is going to become the most important mm. commitment for a married person other than our relationship with God, uh, which is which explains the for this cause, for mm-hmm. what cause, the cause of priority. Yeah. Shall a man leave his father? And mother? So when you say that word uh, because of priority, so God finds priority very important. Mm-hmm. It's very important to him mm-hmm. how we do things, mm-hmm. the order, the order of how we do things. Uh, and then it goes on to say. Uh, the law of pursuit, which is, it says, uh, and cleave to his wife. Mm -hmm. So when I see that word cleave, I see work, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, all marriages require work. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I can. (laughs) So, so when we look at how we, when we first got married, we both had a mindset, Mm -hmm. you know? You know, our, our mindset was we were single, but our family came first. You know, we thought about, you know, I got to make friends came our first. friends came first. You know, our job came first. Um, our hobbies may have come first. Now we're, we're having to realign our thinking mm-hmm. to, to put each other first. Right. You know, and that takes work mm-hmm. because when you're in a habit, when you're going down a particular road and you go down that road for years and years and years, you can't help but go down that road again, even though that may be, even though you may live in a new location. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You you were in one location and you went down that road for years, but now you're in a new location and you're going to have to change course. Well, that takes work. 
That takes effort. Mm -hmm. And I believe that any good marriage requires effort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it also, it talks about that word work means to pursue your spouse with great energy. Mm -hmm. It means to cling to your spouse with great zeal, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, you know, when you were dating, you were pursuing each other with great energy and zeal and zeal. <laughs> now you're married. It's like everything stops mm -hmm. and it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. That's when you should pursue each other the most. Right. Yes. Um, what's the next one? The, the law. law of possession. Uh, and it means oneness. Mm -hmm. and it means that two shall become one flesh. So uh, the key to intimacy and, you know, People equate sex with intimacy. It's not the same thing, but the the true key to intimacy and trust in marriage is the power of one. Mm -hmm. It means that marriage is a complete union in which all things previously owned mm. and previously managed by one is now jointly owned mm -hmm. and jointly ma uh, managed by two mm -hmm. uh that's a hard um concept concept mm -hmm. for a person who is very independent mm -hmm. in their thinking you know a right. lot of times people go into a marriage thinking this is yours and this is mine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's a it's a dollhouse mentality mm. this room is your room it has your things and this room is my room and it has my things and you don't touch my things and I won't touch your things. Right. Well, that has nothing to do with oneness. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. When you look, when you talk about that, um, I think about when we first got married and how we didn't like to um, mingle each other's clothing while we were while we were washing clothes. Remember? Right, but we also <laughs> had material goods that we didn't want to mingle. Yeah. There were things that you distinctly thought were yours mm -hmm. and I was not to touch it, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. there were things that I distinctly thought was mine and you were not to touch it. Mm -hmm. And that creates a certain environment. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, there were not only material goods, but then there were also areas of our lives, mm -hmm. mm. relationships yeah. and areas and relationships that we were not to touch. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, too, I think when you get married, I think even, you know, in a close family, your family tries to say, you know, we are one mm -hmm. with our child and you are not to touch that. that. Right. Right. That's the truth. You know. Yeah. And so we have to recognize um, when thing when a spirit of independence comes into a union mm. that should be shared. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, I was just thinking about as you were talking about how God, did, when he said it is not good that man be all one, you know, mm -hmm. we, we know we read it as alone, but he said it's not good that man be all one. And I believe he said that because man being self-centered, mm -hmm. man being self-absorbed, self-preserved is not God's purpose. Right. Yeah. So he desired not that man couldn't do it all himself because within the man was the woman. The he, power to do it. Yeah, though. the power to do it all himself. And and I want you to explain that just a little bit what I just said because you you and I had this conversation before. And you say within that man, he had the power to have us have a, have a child to reproduce. Reproduce. I know we have many <laughs> yeah. disagreements over that because mm -hmm. it's hard to imagine 
because we think our concept of male and female have become so, uh, you know, we identify with the world's concept of male and female so much that we have distanced ourselves from the God concept. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, within God was the ability to produce anything that he desired. Mm -hmm. That's right. He had the creative force on the inside of him. God has no need of any outside force in order to produce. Mm -hmm. Well, when he created man in his own image and his own likeness, he did not place boundaries in his life Mm -hmm. for what he could or couldn't produce. Mm -hmm. So man, just like God, had a creative force on the inside of him. And the thing that God saw is that man would have looked at himself, much like Satan did, Lucifer did, and he would have said, I'm all one. You know, I don't need anybody else. I don't need to depend on anyone else. And that's not God's purpose. Yeah, And that is by definition, one of the characteristics of God. Mm -hmm. So he would have seen that he possessed the very essence of God, which he did. He did. Right. He did. But the reason that God recognized it wasn't good was because of man's inherent selfish nature. That's right. And so mankind had to have someone to depend on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I believe he separated the the one, mm-hmm. made them two, but still, in essence, they were one. Right. There and, was no way for man to survive yeah. without dependence upon each other. That's right. And I believe that God, in the beginning, set the priority of dependence. Mm-hmm. We look at growth and, and, you know, I'm talking about the world's way. We look at growth and maturity as independence. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what the world teaches us. This right. is a Greek mindset. So we, we say, well, I can't wait to get out of, out of this house. I can't wait to get from underneath my parents. I can't wait to, you know, break out of this relationship. I'm tired of having to depend on somebody else. Right. And we look at that as growth. But that's not growth in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. Growth in God's eyes is interdependence. Mm-hmm. That we depend on one another. That we that we depend on one another, which is the picture of how he wants us to depend on him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And when we depend on him, he can then he can then depend on us. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a reciprocal. It was a, it's a reciprocal. It's a covenant. Mm-hmm. You know, uh God gave us covenant so that we can, he, he always did things in pictures. Mm-hmm. Even the Hebrew language, languages in pictures. Mm-hmm. So God showed us marriage so that he can, so that we can see, we can have the picture in our mind, how we must depend on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But see, but see, here's what religion teaches us. We just supposed to depend on him. The religion don't teach us that God also depends on us. Right. Right. Just like we trust him, he wants to be able to trust us. Right. He sees a connection. That's right. He sees us uh, as one. Mm-hmm. You know, he sees that he depends on us in order to carry out his will, for instance, in the physical realm. Mm-hmm. He needs us because he's not going to come in and rearrange the furniture That's in right. your home. He has like a parent child relationship. Mm-hmm. So he needs us. To hear his voice in order for us to carry out right. what he knows is right. Right, right. So so when we're talking about the law, law of priority here, we we cannot factor out this thing called the law of possession or 
uh, we can't factor out oneness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, the, and interdependence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final uh, portion of this four basic laws of uh, given in godly marriage, and this is, in, I just believe, is in uh, good relationships as well, uh, but it's, you must be open. Right. And that's called the law of purity. Right. Uh, openness is a key. Mm-hmm. Transparency is the key. Yeah. How many people cannot be pure before their spouse because there's no trust mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's no integrity yeah yeah in their you know relationship and now, you they cannot be open you and i were talking about um how a lot of times people tend to not trust others mm-hmm. i believe that trustworthiness mm-hmm is the foundation to trust absolutely now you know truth truth we know mm-hmm. truth is foundation to all mm-hmm. but i believe truth and trustworthiness are synonymous oh it is because if i'm not trustworthy it's hard for me to trust you right right you know right. if i can't even trust myself mm-hmm. now a lot of times what we do is we feel like well why don't you trust me? Well, the reason why a person don't trust you is because they don't trust themselves. Right. And so it kind of brings up the, the scripture, judge yourself. Right. Lest you be judged. Judge. Well, right. you know, you're going to be judged as being untrustworthy mm-hmm. if you don't even trust yourself. Right. Right. Exactly. Now, I don't know where our time went. I don't know why mm-hmm. that music is playing so quickly, but, um, uh, I believe that this is a good stop, stopping point because tomorrow I want to talk about, I want to really dig into the law of priority. Mm-hmm. And I want to dig into, I know you have some things that you want to talk about called the four C's. Mm-hmm. So it'll give us time to pull it up and look at it uh, when it comes to the law of priority because communication is the bedrock to priority as well. Mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, you will never have a good relationship if you don't know how to communicate. That's so true. I mean, whether you like it or not, you're always communicating. Mm-hmm. But the key to a good relationship is positive communication. Yeah. You know, if you have a, if say for instance, if you have a negative thought or a negative uh, insight, you might say, well, I'm going to hold it to myself. I'm going to keep it to myself. Well, it will find its way out. Mm. It will wow. come out in, in, in uh, passive ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot ever hide, you know, and there are some people who are so, um, uh, what do you call a person who doesn't have emotion? Uh, a sociopath. Yeah. You could, you could find people with sociopathic tendencies who do what's logical and what's not emotional, but the more you live in this world, you find that even the sociopathic type of person who doesn't, who lacks empathy does have a strong emotion mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. That's you right. know that's right so in other words what's in you will find its way out, out of you that's right that's right and it's called communication yeah well we're gonna we're gonna pick up there tomorrow i think it's gonna be good i'm mm-hmm. looking forward to talking about how uh we re- re- realign our, our priorities mm-hmm. um this past week we took a uh took a trip right and it caused us to reset right caused us to communicate and get back in uh, proper alignment with our lives, with our, with ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, with this ministry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, come back tomorrow, watch us. We're going to, we're going to be here. Uh, hopefully working things out a little bit better. We're going to have a, uh, we, we're working on new looks. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you'll give us your, your opinion. Tell us what you think about our looks. Amen. 
Uh, we love you today. God bless you. Let us speak a word over you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we will see you next time. Amen.